seven cold email tips that will increase response rate. Are you sick and tired of acquiring lists full of potential high quality prospects, devising a cold emailing plan and having no one respond? What if you reach out again? Will it be awkward? Is there any hope left to turn even just one of these prospects into a customer? Has all of the hard work and research you put into acquiring those email addresses gone to waste? Not necessarily. I spent the better part of a decade emailing hundreds of thousands of cold prospects, trying different tactics and strategies to see what's resonated. Here's what I found. One, stop talking about yourself. The last thing you want to do is ruin your chances right off the bat by writing paragraphs about yourself and how great your company is. There's a difference between logically introducing yourself and giving someone who has no idea who you are the entire spiel you give all your SQLs. Remember that these people probably have no idea who you are. If they don't see any value in you contacting them, chances are they aren't going to reply. Introduce yourself politely and then start talking about them. Let them know how your company will make their life or business better and show them that you are truly interested in their betterment. Two, don't come off too salesy. It's natural to want to drop the ball right away and ask to set a meeting. After all, that's the whole goal of cold emailing. But remember what they say, slow and steady wins the race. That is also true for successful cold emailing. Think about the solicitors who ring your doorbell. Fake a two-minute conversation and then immediately slam you with a sales pitch about a product you've never heard of. Whether or not it could benefit you, you're put off by the experience. It feels forced, in your face, and quite frankly, like an invasion of privacy. If you start thinking of emailing the same way you think of treating people face-to-face, -face, you'll soon realize that starting a conversation with, let's set up a meeting this week, is a surefire way to make people feel uncomfortable and put off. Start slow and open the conversation like you would if you were meeting someone new in person. Three, the subject line is just as important as the message itself. Your email is only as good as your subject line, and there are literally thousands of articles and science-backed evidence of subject lines that work. But the best data is what you can pull from your own past email sends. Look at the past sales emails you've sent and see what really works with your specific audience. Are there particular subject lines you've used that have good open rates? Don't try to reinvent the wheel if you already have a process in place that works well. If you're still unsure what works, do your own tests. There are so many different industries, so many different products, and so many different people that following the footsteps of someone else's success just won't necessarily work. Use examples as a guide, but never settle on what someone else's opinion of a great subject line is until you've tested it yourself. You won't get a response if they don't even open your email, so make the subject interesting, personable, and unique from the 1,000 others in their inbox. Four, do your research. It is actually crazy how many cold emails I've received with my name spelled wrong, calling me Mr., not knowing my job title when it's public information, and so on and so forth. If you were face-to-face -face with someone, you wouldn't call them the wrong name or mistake them for the opposite gender without feeling like a total fool. Don't let the security of being behind a screen allow you to have lesser quality conversation. This might be my number one piece of advice. Do your research before reaching out. This person can turn into a really valuable customer and one surefire way to make sure this never happens is by letting them know you put no time or effort into your outreach, making you look desperate and making them press delete before they even finish reading what you have to say. We live in the days of the internet. The information we need is out there. We can and should use it to our advantage. Five, be respectful. 
Let's say a person replies to one of your emails and you get really enthusiastic and are ready to book that meeting and close that deal. So you rush to reply, but then they all of a sudden go cold again. They replied to your email though, so they must be really interested, right? You decide to reply again in a few hours. Maybe they didn't get your first email. They don't reply to that, so you wait until the next day. It's been 12 hours, and email again. See where I'm going here? As with any relationship, rushing into things and not allowing space for the other person to critically think about the situation will most likely result in the person running away quickly. Give them time to breathe between each touch. Would you be annoyed if the same solicitor you ignored the first time kept on ringing your doorbell during dinner for a week straight? Let the conversations flow naturally and give it time before you reach out again. Six, make it personal. Even if you have built the perfect cold email template, you'll want to personalize it for each prospect. And I'm not just talking about insert first name here, personalization. Do your research and use it to your advantage. One of their interests is college basketball, perfect starter conversation. Their company just made the news for XYZ, even better starter conversation. My point is, let the person know you actually care about them. And even if you, you did happen to acquire their email address that's a part of a list of 1,000 other people, you'll get a lot farther by taking the time to learn about them rather than blasting the same message off to 1,000 people and hoping something sticks. Seven, add value. One of my all-time favorite marketing and sales professionals, Tim Reister of Corporate Visions, really helped me to transform the way I crafted our sales pitch for my sales team. Too often, I see companies so excited about their product or solution that they forget that no matter how good your product or service is, unless you can get people to buy in and realize their need, your amazing product won't make it far. If you can't add immediate value or demonstrate what could be, it will be very hard for your prospect to be excited about a possible meeting or partnership. Human nature tends to be more complacent, and when people are comfortable and happy with where they are, why change? It's your job to convince your prospects that the risk of staying the same is greater than the risk of changing to your product, service, or solution. Cold emailing has been around forever, and it's not going away as long as email addresses exist. Whether you take these tips into consideration or not, remember that you're emailing real people. We are inundated with email, yet somehow we pick out the ones that matter. Why? Because we, tell, we can tell it's from a human that has something important to say to us. Add the human into your emails, care about the person you're reaching out to, and create a killer subject line to set yourself up for cold emailing success. If you have a successful cold email strategy or tip that has worked in the past, I'd love to hear it. 